Section 3. On Anything. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. On Anything by Hilaire Belloc. Section 3. On No Book and its advantages as a companion to travel. I know very well that there are men going about who will pretend that when a thing is not there it may be neglected, and that existence is the only thing that counts. But these are ignorant and common men who have not read the philosophers of North Germany, and in particular the divine Hegel. For to us, who live upon the summit of human thought, it is manifest that there is no such thing as nothing and that the absence of a thing, or the non-existence of a thing, is but another aspect of its presence or its existence. So Bergman, I translate him into Latin, for German is a difficult tongue, esse antiquem non esse esse satis constant. So also Biggs, his greatest living pupil at Oxford, the moment we grant potentiality to entity, Hold. What I am driving at, good people, is that a man who takes no book upon a holiday forms very worthily one of the series of men who do, and I will confess that this no book is the book I invariably take with me in every distant journey, which those who meet me upon them may think holidays, but which I myself have always considered to be occupation and life. Its many advantages. Up in Bigorie, branching northward from the main Roman road across the Pyrenees, runs a torrent which falls in perhaps a thousand falls from the height and the mountains, and whose valley forms a very difficult approach to Spain. Now if a man be cut off by this torrent, rising after fresh rain and threatening his life, and if he attempts to ford it, what book do you think would survive? So the Pina Blanca is not a rock for mountaineers but for true travelling men your mountaineer your alpine club mountaineer travels with a bath a tent and in general a baggage train he can carry books if he likes he climbs with a weight on his back or compels a servant to do so but no man can get down the pina blanca or up it on the steep side with a little and a scot or a london directory on his back there are places on Pina Blanca where everything you brought with you, including your boots, you wish were away, and these places are places where the body is in the shape of an X, the right foot, the left foot, the right hand, and the left hand, each trying to persuade itself that it has a hold, and the coordinating spirit within also asserting by sheer faith that the surface of the rock does not lean outwards. What would a man do with a book in such a place as this? I mean, with the book in its aspect of existence. No book is worth more than a whole library, to a man so placed and so thinking. Consider the sea. There is only room to cook, forward, on condition the hatch is up, aft, the other men are playing cards. Then again it is either calm or rough. If it is calm, the boat sways intolerably, and everything reminds you of oil. What book can suit that mood? And when, contrary-wise, the boat is taking it green every few seconds, and your eyes are bleared trying to see through the spindrift and the snow, 
what would you do with a book? Is there any book in the world that would help you to drive her through? Are there oil skins for books? The horse also, for whether a rich man has lent you one, or whether it is your own, or whether it is one you have hired, and this sort go lame, the horse enters into every bit of travel. Who will read a book where a horse is concerned? Indeed, I have often considered that men who will learn everything from books and go into court, or throw the family fortune into chancery on the strength of the pocket lawyer, all men who will build a boat after instructions printed upon paper, and then wonder where they have failed, all men who consider life from printed things, would be better for receiving, closely reading, annotating, and thoroughly mastering a volume called The Horse and How to Ride Him. It is a large flat book with diagrams, something like an atlas in shape and weight. This, I say, when they have mastered it, let them take under the right arm, holding it as a bird would hold a thing under its wing, and so accoutred let them climb upon a mustang, and digging those enormous Mexican spurs, which are the glory of the West, deep and hard into the brute's hide, they will discover, as in a lightning flash of revelation, the value of books in the large concerns of life. No book is the book for all the plains between the Sangre de Cristo and the Sierras. The same is true of the desert, though why I cannot tell, unless it be that by day it is too hot, and by night there is nothing to read by. The soldiers, real soldiers I mean, carry no books until they have reached the grade of general officer. And what books do you think were regretfully laid down when the Brunswick went into action on the 1st of June, 1794? I can indeed consider no active occupation for a man in which no book is not a true companion, and that book shall be my companion in the future, as it has been in the past, all over the world. The End of Section 3